All right, everybody. It's been a while, but we're still um, around and uh, finally found some time to record. Welcome back. Welcome back to first season finale. Uh, there's four of us in a room. Uh, I'll introduce our guests in a second, but let's catch up with Adam and Erica. I think the last time we were all together was in the fall. Voyage uh, of the Mimi. Oh, yeah. What was it? Voyage of the Mimi, yeah. Yeah, that, that bizarre, awful... Wait, and Natty summed it up as a a Nazi adventure ship with Ben Affleck or something or Batman. That's right. Yeah, we had a we had a guest, uh, our good friend Natty, and we have a guest today. Um, Erica, what's been going on with you uh, since the fall? Since the fall, I went on a nice vacation. That's right. Tell us about Mexico. Uh, it's beautiful. I wish I didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was warm, fun. Where'd you go? Uh, to Tulum area and drove down to Belize, mm -hmm. which is, uh, in Belize they uh, speak English. Didn't know that until we hit a, a, a tope, which actually said bump. So we mm -hmm. got, we don't look for topes anymore. Wait, uh, how close is Belize to Mexico? It's on the border, near Yucatan. We had to look at a map, yeah, but it's like... Mexico actually goes farther south. It's like towards the north part of the the southern border, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and who'd you go with? Oh, I'm Scott. Who's Scott? My fellow. <laughs> Man, pulling answers out is well, uh, not fun. Like, Hello, maybe some people don't want to talk about certain things. How are how are you doing, Adam? Oh, What's okay. been going on in your life? Uh, it's been a, it's been a year. <laughs> it has been a year. Yeah. 2016 or 2015? Both, actually. I mean, I could go with the whole refrigerator breaking and that destroyed my life for a week. Yeah, I, I think we should get into it. Uh, so January 1st, that day, our refrigerator broke. Yeah. And then we were looking to fix it. Mm -hmm. But just to get a guy there to look at it, it was like 185 bucks for the first 15 minutes. I, I, it's like lawyers, like they're like billed by the, the next by the quarter minutes, hour. 40, $45. And $45 for every oh. 15 minutes after that. I'm in the wrong business. I know, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and so, and the refrigerator is a piece of shit. It's, uh -huh. it's older than probably three of you in this room. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, so we're like, fuck it, we'll get a new one. But then to get a new one, we have to get a certain size to fit into the apartment. Yeah. These guys came to look at it. They said they couldn't get it out of the kitchen. It would take four dudes, like, hours to do it. Mm -hmm. So I got pissed off and went home and took it out of the kitchen in an hour. I got it out by myself. Emily helped with did, parts of it. Did you have to, like, saw anything off? No, and... we just took the doors off, ripped it out, pushed it out. And then it was too tall to get out of the door, so I took all the equipment off the top and shrunk it. Were you like cursing, cursing, like as you're like? No, because like I like to work, so like, yeah. like doing that was fine. Okay. Um, I was cursing these dumb fucks who came to look at it because it's like, dude, this is your job. Like, you can get this refrigerator out of this room. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. And so Emily called and was like, "Don't send those those two guys back. Send a different crew back." Ah. Uh. And. We had these two nice Mexican gentlemen come, and they fucking did it without a problem. Mexican-Americans. I don't know if they were... Well, yeah, because they're South American. No, yeah, Central, North America, yes. Mexican-Americans <laughs> helped us get the thing out. 
Thank you. That's great. How's the new refrigerator? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I came upstairs and I hugged it. And I turned and I shook the guy's hand. And I was like, thank you so mm. much. I couldn't have been happier about something. Can I ask a question? Does it make ice? No. But it freezes trays of water that uh -huh. turn into ice. That's great. Yeah, we got into it with Emily's sister about the ice maker. So like, it'll make its own ice. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, so this, that's your that's your 2016 update. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we tell people what we're going to do and then introduce our guests? Um, Adam, do you want to introduce our yes. friend and tell us how you guys know each other uh, and all that? Colin asked to participate in this if we watched Stargate. Yes, I did. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah. I I work with uh, Colin's fiance. That's true. Oh, congratulations! Is that a Thank recent you. development? Uh, since August, yeah. 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 Very cool. Yeah. And what do you do, Colin? Uh, so I work in Dumbo, and I, um, you know, when you go down there and you see people doing the photo shoots on the street in Dumbo, have you ever seen this? Yeah, I've seen that. I hold the big white re sun reflector thing. Oh. No, you yeah. don't. No, I don't do that. But every day on my way to work, <laughs> that's a good size. You had me. of those people. Uh -huh. No, I um, I just do sales for a company that makes <laughs> education for like HR people, so oh, okay. it's not terribly exciting. Yeah, I could see why you'd lie about that. Yeah, so there it is. And then um, you said you said Stargate was like a the movie was a pivotal uh, part of your upbringing. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Like why why you picked this show to that movie was just so cool when I was a kid. You know, I mean the the outfits, the, like the metal and like everything, and then the, the ancient Egyptian stuff mixed in there was so cool. Mm -hmm. And I actually had heard about the spinoff show, but didn't really know how they were related mm -hmm. when I was a kid. But I never watched it until like three years ago. Okay. And my fiance, Jeffrey, hey, <laughs> got. <laughs> He's listening. <laughs> he, um, he got me into it. Okay. And. They are so closely connected. I mean, the show goes a lot farther than the movie did. Yeah. And, you know, they, they each have their pros and cons as to which, you know, is, is maybe better. The production value is a lot better in the movie. But the show is just, it's so great. <laughs> yeah, because it did. So many levels. It didn't seem like they ever had. What was it on UPN or something? Like a, a network that couldn't really pay remember, for. But yeah. yeah, something like that. But uh, let, let's set the scene. Like, what, what, where were you when you watched this as a kid? Like, were you by yourself? Were you watching with friends? Um, how old were you? I was like so nine or something. The movie came out in '94. Right. I never saw the show, which I think came out in '97, uh, until like 2013. But the movie, I think I saw it like on TV or something for the first time in like 1995 or something like that. So I was like 10. Well, the interesting thing about the, the movie and well, one of the premises of Stargate is it's like accidental technology that, that humans find. So, it's like it, it, so we're traveling in space not on your own merit. You're like tagging along in somebody else's coattails. Which we said this before the show, like that's the big idea behind 2001 is that the monolith, the one that drops down for the monkey, or the apes, and then the one on the moon, are things that the aliens left as markers to see when we were sufficiently advanced to make a connection with uh, 
which the humans on the spaceship don't know until too late. Which is kind of a funny idea, because, like, would you leave something around for a chimpanzee to, like, figure out? And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I know how to operate a crane. Well, no, the, now it, they can come and help us build, like, a church. No, no, because the chimpanzees actually don't do anything. What it does is it pushes chimpanzee evolution forward, and then they say, we're going to put another marker where they would have to be sufficiently advanced in spaceflight to actually find so, like, let's give them a push, and then if they can get to the next marker, we'll, we'll get a beacon. aliens, and, like, what's their purpose? <laughs> well, you know, the whole thing has, like, a Michael Crichton feel to it, where it's, like, you have this technology, and it's whether or not you should be using it. Yeah. yeah. But one of the things that I love about this show is that it completely eschews that question. Okay. It's like, we're using it. <laughs> we're going we're in, we're yeah. using this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get your Damn the consequences. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and since then, the, the Stargate idea, I don't know if these guys originated the Stargate idea, but it shows up in a lot of other uh, movies, including uh, Big Hero 6, the kids' okay. movie. Okay, when, when I saw Big Hero 6, I was like, that is a Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that's a Stargate. Totally. They didn't even try to make it look different. I mean, yeah. Was it an homage or was it like... They thought they created some new thing. I don't know. I think everyone calls that a Stargate now, right? I think so. I think so. There's a great YouTube video where they do like a run through of Big Hero Six, and they do it to the theme of Stargate SG One. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one I think says like, let's not use technology because at the end they break the Stargate. What's SG One stand for? Stargate One. <laughs> you figured team, it out. The oh, team okay. one. Oh. They're the the alpha team. They have a bunch of teams. <laughs> so the stars of the show are on SG-1. We don't get to find out about the Team B, Team C. You hear about them. They're like, oh, SG-13's off on a mission, but you, never see you don't really care if those characters <laughs> die or anything about them, really. I that's, mean, they that's don't... lovely. <laughs> there are only a few recurring characters in the show who you develop any kind of emotional attachment to. This okay. show also always yeah. reminded me of sort of, of Doctor Who. Yeah, you're kind of Doctor Seuss. No, Doctor Who. <laughs> Doctor Who. That's the right. other classic <laughs> sci-fi <laughs> fantasy novel for children. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the other rhyming show. No, because uh, like I kind of sense like a Stargate. You'd, you'd pop in it and you'd show up somewhere and you don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a loneliness to it, like that mm-hmm. uh, things don't make sense anymore. There's not a lot of people. Maybe it's the production value of Doctor Who and Stargate. They're very kind of don't have the budget they want to do what they want. So it feels very kind of like sparse, right? Like they can't really shoot what they want to shoot. Yeah. Like it's not like Star Trek where you see them going through space or anything like that. And in Stargate, they wind up in like civilizations that are like what we would imagine medieval times on Earth would have been like. So in a way, I definitely see your point. It is sort of like traveling through space but also there's a time element to it. Yeah. Yeah, but except that maybe the difference is uh, Doctor Who becomes very personal, right? It's about the Doctor and like people trying to kill him. Whereas imagine in Stargate it's more what's what's the big what's what's the big plot motivator and what motivation? Oh boy. Well is MacGyver in it? Yes. That's right. Richard Dean Good that's what I thought. Yeah. He's he's the star. But Amanda Tapping Yes, her name is Amanda Tapping. <laughs> Who's this? She plays Samantha, and she is a uh, scientist 
and I can't remember what kind. It might have been some science that was created for the purpose of the show. Ooh. She's very smart. She is also career military, so she has been... She, she's the closest sort of personal contact with Richard Dean Anderson's character, who's the leader of the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are they? Are they going there and bringing shit back for me? Like for you? For you? Are, like, for Earth? You know, like is like, you know how NASA, whatever, they make microwaves. Now we have microwaves. Uh, oh, oh, it's advancing human civilization. So, like, are they going out and finding the next iPod? <laughs> you asked at the moment. So confusing. I think that's something that actually is is delved into a little bit in the show later on. Uh-huh. Like, there are some companies that were like black ops contracted with the military, and they get licensed to turn some technology that's been found through the Stargate Initiative into. My some usable, exactly. Yeah. Which is which is a recent sci-fi trope, uh, maybe with like the the war on terror and all that stuff, with like our cynicism about contracting and all that. But like I've seen that in a few shows or movies where like evil companies are getting access to advanced technology. I think Transformers has some of that going oh, on, yeah. right? Right. Um, and it's funny you say that too, because all of that I think does kind of. Uh, come into the show after 9-11 and the Iraq war yeah. and Afghanistan war started. How long was this show? Ten seasons. Wow. <laughs> I've never seen yeah. an episode and right? I didn't see the movie. Well, and so they also have spin-offs. Oh. They, Stargate Atlantis. Atlantis, I've heard of it. also yeah. a good show. It was on the sci-fi. In channel, fact, for a right? while, I think you're right, yeah. And for a while that show was better oh. than Ooh. This one. What was that show about? So part of the plot, I think, in season seven of Stargate SG One, was finding the lost city of Atlantis. That was, I don't know. There were these beings. They call Atlanteans on or something. Earth, but underwater. It's. They found a Stargate on Earth that would go to Atlantis. Uh, but Atlantis is not a place on Earth like the mythos. It used to be. <laughs> oh wow! But they moved it. But it turned out that all of Atlantis was a starship, so oh. it didn't actually sink under the. That makes a lot of sense. It went to another place and then it sank under an ocean there. So what you're saying? <laughs> so what you're saying is, ancient aliens is true. This is a way for the government to let us know that it's true without saying it out loud. Wow, there's they so much be, in that yeah. sentence that I don't want to deal with. They could, be, they could definitely be like warming us up for something like that. Who knows? <laughs> okay. I'm warm. Well, let's do something. Do you want to try to describe the plot of the movie to Erica? That might be something important is to James have. Is James Spader in this movie? Yes. yes. Okay, I remember. So hot. A little bit. <laughs> I'll try to remember some of this. I, I don't remember every detail of it, but essentially, there's this crackpot like um, scientist, uh, but he's not just a scientist, he's like a linguistics guy, and he's been studying these ancient Egyptian texts, and he believes that the pyramids are not monuments, they are landing pods for these huge pyramidal spaceships, I guess. And so somehow all this ties together. He meets somebody who comes to one of his conferences after everyone leaves and he's laughed out of the room basically. And she comes up to him and she's like, we found something. 
and it's a stargate. And it has these ancient Egyptian symbols on it. Of course, he's a linguist, so he's been studying this stuff for years. It puts in the right And they have, yes, they have seven symbols they have to match up to find a star address. Yeah, I think I've seen it. Okay, okay. Should I go on or? No, explosions in the zoo. Explosions in the Sioux? Explosions in the Sioux. Is there, is Kurt Russell? <laughs> like, I'm just like, explosions Kurt in the Russell? sky. Yeah. Kurt Russell is not. Kurt Russell is replaced by Richard Dean Anderson. And okay. James Spader is replaced by Michael somebody. Replaced when? Where? In the show. We're talking in about the, the movie to the show. This is, the, yeah. we're watching the show, but he's describing the movie. So, Which Kurt Russell you, is in the movie? He is in the movie, but he's not in the show. Okay. The yeah. movie was like big budget, like, Huge, like hundred million dollars. It's so funny that they went from a movie and instead of doing this, uh, like a sequel, they just went to like TV show. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah, where when else has that happened? Uh, where they've had a big movie? Well, Disney loves to do this with yeah. their products. Um, all the Disney movies, if they're big enough, get a show. Transformers, but it started as a cartoon, then it became a movie, then it went back to Star-Lan show. Toy. What's amazing, though, is that this is essentially a direct sequel to the movie. Okay. Other than the fact that there are new characters we've never met before in the first episode, and, uh, you know, they're not dealing with exactly the same thing. They they learn more about the whole universe that they discovered in the movie. Well, that's the Star Trek world. The movies had to do with the show and the show had to do with the movies. That was in their right. history. Is that right? But, uh, so, like, it was all canonical, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Well, I've heard that Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin, who made this movie, want to make another Ooh. Ooh. Stargate trilogy, Ooh. which is apparently their original plan. <sighs> this is what every bad sci-fi guy says now. It's like, is, we had a trilogy planned. Stargate going to be a Star Wars, Star Trek, Doctor Who type thing, where it keeps going? Or will Stargate, is, is it going to be done? Is it going to be left I the think, dust? I think Stargate has a built-in fan base of people who love it and also love all those other things you're talking about. I don't think that are they're mutually exclusive. So I think it will continue on in some iteration, but oh. I don't know exactly how. By the way, this is a lot fancier than I normally talk in regular conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sound so knowledgeable. God, like ready to be the spokesman. What What would you like to see in a in a revival of Stargate? If you could, um, if you could talk to the creators. Wow. Uh, well, for one thing, one thing that I've heard that they are going to do if they make this new trilogy, and that's totally not decided, I'm assuming, but um, is they're going to completely ignore the television show. Oh, act like it didn't happen. Slap. Yeah. How do you feel about that? You probably don't feel good about that. Um, You know, if it's good, great. The television show is so much more expansive, as it obviously can be, than, you know, an hour and a half long movie, so... There's a lot of really amazing, interesting things that are brought up in the show that are probably going to be just completely discarded. I don't really feel strongly one way or the other about it. I mean, if they have a good story, I'll probably go see them. The premise is is really 
enough, I think. It's a good premise. Okay. Yeah. It's a very intriguing. Lots of possibilities. Why don't you read us the, uh, the intro for the show, and let's try to make some guesses as to what's going to happen in the episode. <laughs> and uh, we'll try not to spoil uh, it. So this is the first season, episode 21. Within the serpent's... Grass? It's... Yes. Within the serpent's grass. To stop the... What the... Ghoul? Ghoul. Oh, so this is one thing I'd like to address really quick. <laughs> this word, which is the name of the aliens uh, that they're currently fighting, is pronounced differently by everybody on the show. So for some people it's Gould, for some people it's Gawuld, okay. and for some people it's Goawuld. Okay. I'm go, I'm is there go, a reason go, that everyone pronounces it different? I think some people, like the military commander, is just like, I'm going to call it Gould. Like, I don't give a shit. But yeah. do, is there any, like, racist stuff that they say? Like, I don't know, like, like dispersing terms they have for them? Like, uh, the, the... Yeah, is this borrowed over from, like, military culture where, like... Question. Like, ISIS is called ISIL, and then they have... They turn, you know, like, well, I don't want to give too much yeah. away about the nature of the Goa'uld. Yeah, actually, don't. Don't uh, give it away. Okay, so Read the rest of it. Stop the Goa'uld invasion. The SG-1 team disobeys orders and transports itself to the Goa'uld attack headquarters. Landing amidst preparations for an all-out strike on Earth, the way home is blocked. Can the team avert disaster and save humanity? Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. That's my prediction. That's a prediction. I'm going to say that we don't know in this episode. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Or, Good call. But uh, what I hope, I hope there's some magic in this. Ooh, magic. Yeah. Well, because in the picture here, he's holding, it looks like a little. Are you okay with tech magic? Well, Technological alien? Just because the name is like Gould. Like, that's like a fairy tale. There's no magic. This is all sci-fi. Well, I'm telling you what I want to see. But, okay. And I want to see magic in the sci-fi world. A yep. civilization advanced enough, their technology... Sufficiently. You, you forgot the word sufficiently. Well, yeah. well, seem like magic who, who, who says that? It's an Arthur C. Clarke quote, I think. What's that? Sorry. It won't seem like magic to the Stargate team. They will use it immediately. Okay, you good. know this or you're predicting this? Oh, predictions. Okay. No, I just know this about the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, wait, can I... I'm, my lips are sealed as far as predictions. Can I, can I ask you one question? Sure. Um, uh, we're, on the episode, there's a picture of a man in a very uh, fancy wig and dark skin. Uh, is this... Because in the original movie, the idea is that the ancient Egyptians were somehow these advanced aliens. Yes. Is that insinuation still happening here? Are these people like somehow linked? Cause they they seem linked. darker skin and they seem to have like, I they, don't know. They are linked. They are supposed to be what you would have assumed in the first movie was ancient Egyptians or the aliens. You know, like they portrayed themselves as the Egyptian gods in yeah. the original movie. Yeah. And this is the same on deal. The What's that? King Tech. Like you know, you know they, they deal more with like the Egyptian Chilis. gods. Okay. They don't really care about the pharaohs. The idea being that because they have this technology, it appears like they have, uh, like mm -hmm. Adam was saying, magic. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. There's definitely goofiness. goofiness. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. okay with that. I like goofiness in shows. I mean, the show is definitely a goofy show. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we get to see a different side of MacGyver. But I think he's still going to solve the problem. 
Yeah, we watched MacGyver, and I found him to be kind of annoying, and I was slightly embarrassed that I was so into that show as a kid. The show was good. He's so I handsome. I thought we liked it, right? He's a... Uh, yeah. uh, I loved it. I liked it. I like it. Well, I won't... I'll try not to give too much away about that character, but I will say this. He's often not the one who solves the problems. Ooh. Good leaders often don't, but they know how to find them. People who are you talking to? What are you saying this to? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, are, we good with, uh, are we good with setting up the show? Is there anything else uh, you want us to know about the show? Uh, are we stopping at all at any point in the middle of the episode? Or is it a it's complete... Com- we're going to watch the whole episode. I'm going to come back. I don't know. Honestly, there may be something that comes up. So maybe just remember if you have yeah, questions and I'll try and... Yeah. I, I usually take notes. Um, oh, you do. <laughs> Adam does. <laughs> okay. That's good. And then he refers That's to good. them in the ra- in the radio interview, which is really fascinating for our listeners. <laughs> okay. Let me go find the scribble that I wrote on some napkin. Let me just say, last week at my birthday, drinks. Yeah. Yes. When you guys found my notes that I had taken earlier in the day, <laughs> I have never felt more embarrassed a long time and I could not figure out why because they're just fucking notes but at the same time they made me look like an insane person and just for the record <laughs> I'm not we'll, we'll, we'll see your notes from today and see what we believe about that okay so uh, next time you hear from us we will have watched uh, the first season finale of Stargate SG-1 this the TV show and, and uh, we'll be ready to talk about it hopefully we really like it a lot uh, I think you've given us a lot to get our context and uh, see what they've done with it. All right. All right, everybody. Uh, We are back from um, the first season finale of SG-1 Stargate. We watched quite an episode. (laughs) A lot going on. It's part of a three-parter. There's a... Three-parter. Because there's the previous episode to this, which is directly linked. And then next season it comes back with more of this. To be continued. TBC. Yeah. Is it always consecutive like that, or do they have, like, standalone episodes? They have standalone episodes, but it tends to do the um, two-parters, I guess. Now I'm remembering. Either they do the first part as the season finale and second part season premiere, or they do three-parters, like this one, I guess. So, um, you know... That's they, something so they, I were, had they were confident that they were coming back for a second season. They probably knew at this yeah. point. They must have signed season. on. They plugged Showtime. Yeah. They plugged Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to do the unenviable task of explaining a little bit of the plot so we can talk? I'll run about down it. the plot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In a in a world <laughs> where you are running a Stargate for the military, and the military's like, you know what, you guys are obsolete. We're shutting you down. Richard Dean Anderson's character is like, fuck you. We have to stop a threat to Earth. My team of four human beings, one of whom might not even be a human being. So a linguistics is not. So an alien, a guy who knows linguistics, and two military people 
decide to go save Earth by going to a coordinate in the Stargate far, far, far away. It's funny. The only linguistic, when I think of linguistic, I think of like Noam Chomsky. Like, can you imagine him? Like, yeah, Noam Chomsky is going on Stargate. <laughs> and they, they arrive at a planet, but wait, it's not a planet. It's a starship. Mm. And it's a starship that's headed towards Earth. Mm. And they're coming to kill us. And his crew... In the past, though, right? No, no. But now. Oh, yeah. Well, it was 1997, so it was in the past. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but, I it was oh, like, so he had... I think... Yeah, so they, in, I read the previous episode. They go to an alternate right. reality. But no, she... Seat. Erica is correct on this. They are, so they are traveling... Back in time. But no, but they would arrive at the present. Yeah. But they are traveling at 100 times the speed of okay, light. Okay, stop, stop, stop. So they would be going this, back in time. Okay, you're, you're, you've done a terrible job now of explaining the plot. Anyways, that there's a kid on the boat yeah. that they got to kill to stop the attack. Who's this, this Barack Obama-looking guy's son, the emperor? Yes. This kid was in the movie. Physically in the movie. Same actor. Physically in the movie, same and actor. And, and recurs in the show. As the same character. As the same character who's now been overtaken by one of the body snatching go old. Scara. Scara. It's kind of a um androgynous name. Did anyone pick up on the fact that these aliens are exactly the same type of aliens that was in The Host, which is a book by the person who wrote Twilight? Take this as a no. No no one picked up on that? I don't know about the host. Yeah. What is the host? When did it come from? Horrible, horrible book by Stephanie Myers, written about aliens that come to Earth who take over people. Much like these do, they ha- they. I mean, invasion of the body. Invade, invade right. the body, oh, okay. and then this girl is invaded by this man or a male alien, and they become friends. Because, but he doesn't really take her over completely. And then the whole oh, Stephanie Myers thing, where it's like, sweet. I like you, but I don't. But there's two boys who like me. Which one do I like? And kissing and touching. <laughs> oh, did he Internal? touch my butt? But no. I actually have a question about this. <laughs> Are the two boys that she likes yeah. in the same body? Did not see the because movie. Because that would be great. Nor yeah. read the book. But <laughs> so why are we talking about I'm this? willing to do that. <laughs> what are we go- okay, okay. Now you, All right. I, I repeat what I said. You're doing a terrible sorry, job. Sorry, sidetrack. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> You can't just sucks. say spoiler after you've said some inane stuff. Uh, okay, so back on track. So the, it seems like the thing that's propelling the plot is: um, Are they going to be able to stop this plan to destroy Earth? Are right. the Earthlings who at first were skeptical about this going to heed warning and be prepared? Which new things we don't know. Are they going to be able to get off the ship? Because it's unclear how that's going to happen and what the alien plan is to destroy Earth. We don't know if they have like some kind of super weapon uh it seems like they just have these little ships that they're gonna get into yeah it seems like they have a bunch of fighter jets uh that they're gonna launch and i don't know uh what uh there's a lot of funny stuff happening on the on the spaceship the alien spaceship that (laughs) makes this whole plot possible um can you guys describe what life on the ship is like it doesn't look like a spaceship that's why that guy was confused for a while well it looks like a lot of long, really elaborately decorated hallways 
where you have two rows of soldiers in these elaborate metal snake head cobra cobra head cobra, cobra with red jewel eyes walking around and marching marching around and subsequently always missing the actual action mm-hmm. on the ship. They can't they, see anything through those helmets. Well, they can't. You're <laughs> right about that. And they always just seem to be... It's it's like you said during the episode, are they just going around the perimeter? They're just sort of always marching. The answer seems to be yes. Yeah, they're like, who knows what they're doing there? Or why? Or what? So, so, so that, you know, like... That that's you know and I know, I know the show, show you like but that sort of bad storytelling right to to draw very like, absolutely like plain almost they're not even real beings or robots dumb robots yes and I should I should point out Good that point. I yeah. didn't I didn't say that this was like the show that I thought was the best <laughs> no, no 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 we're not we're not attacking your yeah we're not attacking or what you like and things yes Sober. no 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 I'm not, Sober does no that. no I'm not you have done that I'm not I'm You've not done that I only do it to friends are you doing that I'm not I only do it to friends Good friends. Well, I think this show is ripe for this kind of thing. I, but I don't want to make fun of that because I don't think, like, you know, I don't think they have. Just because you don't have a big budget doesn't mean you have to go into these tropes. But but I, right I'm indicting the whole. You're field. right about um, a lot of the the holes in the writing and all that stuff. And part part of that to me is the reason that I like the show because. <laughs> they just completely glaze over so many things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's just like, okay. Well, yeah, but, so that's a good point. Like, they seem to be rushing to a plot point that they want to get to, but it's also unclear what they're rushing to because they expo- expositorily explain a bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense. A bunch of events happen. It seemed like they wanted to set up a meeting between uh, MacGyver character and the, the, the prince mm-hmm. who's become the host mm-hmm. for this evil spirit. Right, yeah. But what, what are we, what's our take? away from that moment like does that tell us something about what the show is about it's about I think how it people does. can be led astray by no, I, th- I think it's setting something up for the future yeah like, it gives him like once again like a, a justification for like revenge or mm-hmm. you know like let's do this you made me kill someone I loved so I'm going to revenge you yeah revenge I, I, you. I have to agree having seen the show because I would love to believe that the show had more to do with like these deep questions about power and all that kind of stuff but I know having watched it that it's not about that it is about uh, plot just, for the plot's sake yeah, yeah 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 forward action entertainment okay no, but I will say one of my notes, <laughs> uh, and this is something we have seen in almost any action type show we've yeah. done. Yeah, is government is always the problem. Yeah, like the government shut down this project. Yeah, the government does not want to back it up. Yeah. Like authority is stupid. Yeah. yeah, so like one of the things like you have like. Uh, the alien character, the head alien character, is like you have to obey all my commands. Now you got to obey this guy's commands, and like so, it's like anything you have to obey is evil, mm-hmm. which I think is funny because like as Americans we're like yeah, government evil, this evil, but yeah. Well, I think it, I think it ultimately dates it because I think that's like a like a Cold War Vietnam War era thinking where ninety seven. 
a lot of uh, yeah. I mean, I think that 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 attitude goes all the way up to like pretty soon to recent, um, and some of it picks up with the Iraq War that we mentioned. There's a sense that we started after 9/11, but I don't think at 97. Yeah, no, the, all the show is 18. They're all about how you don't well, listen to the... Well, I don't know, 97. I have to we're agree, I, I have to agree with you here. Ruby Ridge, so... I don't know, well... I have I to know. agree with you here. There there was that... You're agreeing I, with Sober, just for the record. I'm agreeing with Sober. <laughs> <laughs> it's never happened on the show before. Yeah, we're going to be on now. I'm agreeing with Sober because I think there was that that fallout from those years I mean like let's look at like the 90s through up through 2001 you know you had this increasing like kind of flippancy that was involved in a lot of productions and you can certainly see that here but a lot of it is based on this idea of individuality versus being part of this like hive mind drone thing Mm -hmm. this show is exactly that it is exactly this representation of capitalism versus Soviet communism I definitely see that Mm. yeah I mean that's why we feel that uh, in the end we're going to win I mean Star Wars is about that it's about how a ragtag group of free thinking volunteers will always beat a stronger, better prepared force. Right, which, which is, is so not true. And secondly, it it whatever historical things we look at to justify that isn't what they were. The the ragtag group of volunteers were the Viet Cong. They were the Vietnamese. It wasn't the US. Right, Army, right. That's yeah, that's what Vietnam, I want to bring up. Vietnam were the stormtroopers who fucked up the mission. In, in these shows, it's done in a way where you're watching. You're like, yeah, that ragtag team is us. And it's yeah. Like, no, 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 no. no they were the other guys. It's the way other way around <laughs> yeah. in the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and it, secondly, like our strength as a military does come from, I think, very strong, you know, organizational sense and the, discipline. I wonder if the mm-hmm. military has to be like, guys, stop this cowboy attitude nonsense. Like, it's the thing that's going to get you and everyone killed. Right. Like, so, don't. I think don't that's a think problem that has been solved already, though. Like we said, this is a pre nine eleven yeah. show. Yeah. It doesn't have those same. Overtones, but Adam, you look like you're ready to. Well, it's ready to tee off. He's ready to tear out his hair. One thing that kills me <laughs> with the show, and like, and I have a, the same problem. If, if you take it to Star Trek, uh, Star Wars, all these motherfuckers, mm-hmm. it's Ender's Game. All of them is there is no advancement in like. Okay, this society is advanced. Mm-hmm. You know, the like, aliens. They've got the aliens. They've got the weapons. They've got all the shit. Yeah. But like, it, they never show any sort of advancement in their military technology. You know, like once again, you get the stormtroopers walking around. Like, yeah. You know, they just point their phasers. Like tactics haven't improved, even though tech has nothing. And it's yeah. like that always would what kills me in a lot of uh, uh, sci-fi stuff. It's like really. Like, now I have to say you have write. not read Ender's Game. I'm I assuming. have, and it is. But fucking you saw the movie bullshit, and I saw the movie too. The movie and- is <laughs> all right, but wait, you saw? Wait, you read <laughs> Ender's Game, but you thought that they they, they he but, the okay but Walter C. Scott or whatever his but name. But the is. whole little doctor thing is based on technology that they stole from the but, hive. But he's or talking about like in Ender's Game, they talk about like oh, like they're using all these like 
things to like get better and better at. Like, let's fighting. not spend too and much time on this. In reality, it's like it's not like the idea is like, oh, what you right, build agree. a shell around yourself and you yeah, go yeah. forward and you shoot things. Yeah, no, I mean like, it, that's the. But it, it's it's okay to make that mistake because these shows and Star Wars even they're they're not they're not worried about. The tech, or even the tactics, right? Like, right. They're worried like about hyper speeding or whatever. That's not the point of it. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying. Look, I'm just pointing out something that I find to be lazy in a lot yeah. of writing. Totally. I, but I think science fiction does that on purpose to show that there are flaws, and that's what science fiction is supposed to like elevate or how things don't work. I think so, you're absolutely right, and I, mean, I love mistakes that. Mistakes like that are just like you can have all the technological advances you. One, but we're still going to be making the same mistakes. That's what science fiction exists for. I think that is that—that's absolutely right, and I think it's important for um, science fiction in the future to be operating on that kind of idea. Bad bad sci-fi does it. Bad sci-fi does it not because they're 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 thought through. Right. They they do it because they just like Star Wars just doesn't spend any time thinking about how a bunch of stormtroopers actually behave because that's too much to think about. Instead it's like how we're gonna launch that one little missile right into the heart of it and it's gonna blow the whole thing up so we can have the celebration. So that's just not based on science. Sounds like you just guys you want things based on science. It's 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 Star Wars is fantasy. It's not it's not science fiction. Eric yeah, nailed it. I want it based more on science and less on. But, but yeah, Star Wars totally. is fantasy. It's not science fiction. Star Trek is wait, science wait, wait, fiction. But, but fantasy, fantasy can be more sci- accurate. We'll it sci-fi fantasy. I mean, Game of Thrones. That's why Game of Thrones is interesting because it actually elevates how people might act in a in a real thinking way. Game of sure, it does. Fantasy. A little yes. slightly more intelligent than but average it's not fantasy. Science fiction. Yeah. But but let's forget the uh, the the genres for a second. The idea okay. is that I think uh, Stargate, the thing that it wants to get to, the moment I feel like the show is trying to get to, is how does our world now, without fans technology, what if what if we were to deal with something that was much bigger or grander? I think it wants to tell us, hey, don't worry. We are just going to be wilier than them. No, we should worry and worry okay, a lot. That, that, that's your editorialization. <laughs> but I think the show is trying to say, "Don't worry, we'll be wilier." We got MacGyver. Wait, we got you, this you're fake saying Star, the Stargate show? The Stargate show. Okay. Right, like that's I feel like that's what the moment of the show is. How does four smart people deal with this? And some of it's like you're going to have to ignore the, the institution and the rules. And some of it is just be scrappy. And pick up whatever you got to pick up, and it'll be fine. Like A Team is about that. All these shows are just about that. Yeah, MacGyver's about that too. I think that is, in general, probably closer to the truth than maybe something like Star Trek, where everybody is exactly perfect at their role all the time. But you know, obviously, I you, yeah, you can finish your thought. I I'm not I'm. I love Star Trek, so don't don't get me wrong. And I'm not trying to badmouth them in that way. And oh, you can be, well, yeah, speak for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nothing like that. But um, yeah, no, Star Trek's utopian vision is is a little problematic. Well, it's also a completely different premise. <clears throat> yeah, and it's a completely it's different like premise. Different emotional. Stargate is meant to be for the near distant future where Star Trek is the distant future like out of our lifetimes perfection utopia thing happening and it also seems like Stargate only has one alien 
thing that they're dealing with. It's a small. It starts that way, but it doesn't. It doesn't continue that way. Well, yeah, Star Trek is about sort of perfecting human human civilization, yeah, and we get to this point. Show, and that's why Star Trek's very. But it's also the one you're always going to be like, well, it's hard to buy that premise, or that this is how people would look once human civilization was perfected. So it's then, a, what is Stargate's premise? There, there is more to it. Uh, for instance, there's this character Thor, and I don't remember like what from. they call his. But yes, from Norse mythology, oh, and I don't Stargate? remember. Yeah, in oh. Stargate, and I don't remember what they call his species in that because it's been a while. Like Was I it said, before Marvel did a Thor. No, no. This would have to be after. No, it was what? definitely after. I it was Marvel was. Marvel. Mar- no, guys, they did guys. Thor. They did Thor. I don't know when. Stay on topic. Let's guys. say they did Thor in the '60s, whatever. But <laughs> Thor, the mythology has been around for like a thousand years, right? Yeah. But in Stargate, they do this second um, alien species that is benevolent to humankind, and they are fighting the gold. But later on, and I honestly can't remember if you're introduced to them in the first season or not. Probably not. But they're great, and I don't yeah. remember their names or anything like that, but Thor was the one who continually gets in contact with Richard Dean Anderson's character. Of course. Course. Because he's the... He's the special one. Uh, quick question. Robes versus regular clothing. By regular, I mean pants and shirts. In this, the aliens were all robed up. Yeah. The well, they don't have to do a lot of walking on a regular ground. I I mean, they're just walking around on their spaceships. But do you prefer assumingly? Assumedly, they are perfectly level grounds that they're walking on in these spaceships. (laughs) I'm just just wondering. Erica says robes. I, I has have we as a species done a scientific like research on like. Which one is more preferable? <laughs> I, I, think, I think they're in robes because it's to make them more the other. And there are all kinds of weird, interesting race yeah. problems on this show. The aliens yeah. all are dark-skinned. There's this, you know, when whenever we do those movies about Sparta, the Iranians, the Persians are always... They're very much like these guys. Like, big, powerful mm-hmm. weapons, massive animals, you know, all that kind of stuff. And... Uh, it's it's the fear of uh, liberal white west against the hordes that are coming from the east. This time now they're coming from space. You know, well, it's, I, it's the same yeah. story. But it's like you know, like you you'll, you'll see in the news, like yeah, the sheik right of there. you know Abu Dhabi or whatever. He's wearing robes, mm-hmm. and in my head, because it's different, I'm always like, why the fuck is he wearing robes? But now my question is, do you think it is more comfortable? Is it better? I've never worn such robes myself but I've worn pajamas and they're certainly more comfortable in general than normal clothes. So have you worn robes? <laughs> I've been trying to hold them. You're holding it in because you've worn robes and you love them and you don't want me to know about it. You fucker. <laughs> I feel like this show's crossed the line. Uh, I'm not going to dignify that with the response. Um, so funny. I like the line. I like the line. Well, no, but that was a thing. Show, the show. Cross, I brought that up. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but hold on. Can can we actually talk about that for a minute? Mm. What about the robes did you bring up? What did you feel like was significant? <laughs> oh, I found it interesting because you know, you're looking at it, you're like you guys are well. One, it's like 
you have this spaceship. You have no idea what these guys are doing up there. Uh-huh. It, it's so unclear. Like, where's the cleaning crew? Where's the bathroom? Like, wh- like mm-hmm. what is your job while you're traveling at 100? Yeah. It doesn't have like, a reality. What, it doesn't have no, a reality. What is the practicality about the and, road? And so, like, if you're and traveling that a, fast as you robe no, constantly. No, there's like, a couple of scenes just where like, it's out just like, like this. It, so, like, the scenes are you just have a bunch of dudes and women wearing robes in space. And but as, as, as a human culture, being, in our own culture, robes are ceremonial. Long. But okay, but look, okay, you go on an airplane, mm-hmm. you know, the majority of people are just sitting there because they have to, and anyone working is like walking around doing something, and you could pretty quickly figure out what they're doing. And this, you're like, why is everyone walking? Why are they standing there? You assume that some An airplane is that a little some smaller government than one of the built this I'm spaceship. Assuming. They spent a shit ton of fucking money that had to come from somewhere to make this spaceship. So, like, you're not going to just have groups of people walking around in finery. Like, it's got to have a purpose. But let's assume... Let's... Let's not assume it's a commercial airliner and let's say it's Air Force One and then you have people who are specialized to every little thing on the aircraft not like people who are just sitting there trying to go from point A to B that's not a bad point that's a good point okay (laughs) (laughs) anything else we want to say about uh, SG-1 before we end I feel like it it was actually pretty enjoyable uh uh, for me, how do you guys uh, verdicts on the episode? Would you watch more? Just based on hold on, this. Erica's uh, yeah, just based on this. Erica already announced her vote. What was well, that? Well, I just thought it was I was bored, kind of. Mm-hmm. I didn't get where they the purpose of them being there. I had no investment in the characters except for like the like annoying um, things that. Richard Dean, whatever his name is, said. Anderson. Uh, Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah. But besides that, like, maybe if I watch more, I might be more interested. But that's why I asked if there's like singular ones. If it's like a consecutive thing, and I remember like mm. the sci-fi yeah. station. I remember having these on in the background, and it was this weird feeling of having any of these shows that became sci-fi shows that just like were off. There's no context for the world they're in. Everything's mm-hmm, dark. Mm-hmm. They're just like in closets, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It felt like they weren't on yeah. a ship. There's no mm-hmm. sun or anything. It's the same reason I can't watch Doctor Who. It, it feels claustrophobic. Yeah. It feels lonely. Like there's Very like a you know, there's a, there's a version of space that's Although like. Although I must very say, lonely. in Doctor Who, every episode is standalone. Yeah. Is it okay? I've it's never not like that. This is a serial show. Yeah. Yeah, but it. I just. I. I, I felt sad and it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also the very dated 90s production, too. Um, you can see they're having to make a lot of compromises because they don't have a big enough set to have lots of rooms connected, so they're having to reuse it in this meandering plot. But I do have to say that I do appreciate their um, joke. They made a meta joke because the big four came out, big four came out, <laughs> and the, the alien guy described it. He's like, what is that? And he said, it's kind of like a TV what you would call a TV, and they say... But only better. But only better. Only way more advanced. And he says, does it get Showtime? And the show was on Showtime. And I just think that that was probably the best part of that whole, like, making a comment for people who 
for watching it. Ooh, so I just want to give him credit for that. All right, madam. I just want to go back to that ball that came out. Mm-hmm. It's like it better, better how? Because I basically like he's FaceTiming and like so when he's talking to his dad, does he only see his face? Or okay, does okay. The you gotta get to your verdict. You gotta, you gotta get to your verdict. Okay, my verdict is um, it's a tough one. I, I. I could see myself getting sucked into it if I watched mm. it from the beginning. Mm. But I would, I would, I would maintain all my problems that I have with it, and mm. probably even get angry about it and talk to people at work about it yep. and annoy them. Yep. But I, I, I agree. Bent dildo guns. <laughs> it was a lot like a. a my, I'm reading notes now. It's a lot like a video game. They land somewhere. Here's some weapons. Go to town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bald eagle behind the desk. I like that. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Oh, and I just want to say if Jason, if you listen to this, you look just like Richard Dean Anderson in this. Okay. But you have tattoos. What was it like recording this podcast with us? Well, and how did it feel to have us watch something you like? Well, watching this episode. It was not a good episode. It was boring. And I am pretty sure that I binged watched these episodes, so I just kept on going. So for me, um, I mean, this, this one episode, it was boring. Yeah. We've discovered right. that with X Files, which is my favorite show. I still remember. Oh yeah, loved it. And we watched the season finale. First season, we were so bored. <laughs> like yeah, you know, it, yeah. I mean, it, it was a completely boring episode. It was hardly anything happened. From what I know of the characters, I liked. I guess some things that I saw from them, but beyond that, I mean, whatever. It was super boring. Yeah. I wouldn't, if I was new to this episode and I watched that episode, I wouldn't continue watching this show. Did you watch yeah. all 10 seasons? I watched every episode. I watched all 10 seasons. Since 2013? Yes. You watched them all in one year? Yeah, I used to watch Nights. I, I used to work nights, I should say, and so during the day, I would have some time to watch like three or four episodes. Yeah. I think that's a really good point about what binge watching can do, which is like, it's like, you know, like eating boring food. It's easier to do it when you're just like, you know, like looking forward to a meal, you're going to have to have something that sort of like brings you back, but binge watching can like cover up a lot of the flaws of the show and just keep plot going. But that's exactly right. I mean, I, and I don't identify this show as some kind of masterpiece or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but what what it was for me was a good... It was something meaty. Mm-hmm. And the meatiness in my mind, I think, was based completely on the premise. Yeah. Which is very good. Yeah. The yeah. Stargate thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Beyond that, the character development, all that, the ridiculous action. I mean, whatever. But, uh, yeah. Richard Dean Anderson it was, he, funny. He, he was funny. He got all the one-liners. And his 
Yeah, but I came away with like hating him but and you wanting hated to see him already. <laughs> I did. He's such an obnoxious person. I did, like if that's what the American male is want, supposed to want to be. No wonder we have so many assholes in this country because they're all obnoxious. <clears throat> they're condescending. They condescend to everyone that's not them. Well, let's like hope the that's brown not guy and the woman like, are just like, this is a good plan. Shut up, woman. It's pretty much his attitude. In this room right now. Yeah. None of you. Seem to be like that, so well, that's why I'm glad we're in the future. <laughs> uh, but you know, like, well, but this, it, the interesting thing is, like, from this is the first repeat of an actor, yeah, main actor in the first season finale, yeah. Uh, but the you know the other thing about the and maybe this can be the closing point is like the part about the show is ev- almost everything we watch is garbage. Like every, mm-hmm. ev- almost mm-hmm. most TV before this current era is kind of hard to watch, and mm-hmm. it's not a lot of fun. We come away with it being like, mm, you know, it is garbage. And at the same time, binge watching was not. Did not exist not when these things were made. So what yeah. does that say about America? Just sat through a lot of individual episodes of not very good TV. Yep. Yeah. All right. On that, well, it allowed. But that's that's exactly it. It allowed you to like what your appetite for the next episode, even if it wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Which means that shows now that are released on Netflix have to be that much better. Yeah. And and Stargate, yeah, Stargate paved the road for better TV. You know, let new networks happen, let different types of storytelling. The risk they're taking is quite a few, like a sci-fi show, which is always requires a lot of money on a you know fledgling cable network. All that stuff. This is the stuff that lets you know uh, AMC happen eventually. And and, yeah, I'm not pointing out anything you guys don't know, but it's just something something for the listeners. But this is also. Starting at a time where um, it was like before you could like record DVR shit. Yeah. So it's like to be like the old man type thing, or like the better days were in the past. It's like there is something to be said for that show came out on one day, and if you watched that show and you were a fan of the show, you made time for that show. Or they would do they would do binges. It would be like sci-fi would play all you know like a whole season yeah, in a day. I saw that. And those are fun that. fun days yeah. where you just like but like you'd watch like three Misty Science theaters and then probably watch this. That'd be kind of a fun know, Saturday. I remember like I mean, did you watch Cheers as a kid? No. Or I watched yeah, like, Cheers. Whatever you were as watching as like a child, like you know. You're like, oh, I'm making time to watch that, yeah. and now it's it's different. I mean, it's just I think that was now it's different it's because it's right? available to you in a catalog in a library, more or less. Yes, yeah. it's int- It's just different. It's this it's thing that you can it's just go. I'm it's sorry. Just it's different. different. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I cut you off. What um, were you going to say? About? I just said the things that I watched on a regular basis. What were X Files, Seinfeld, and Friends, and you had to talk about them. And it's similar to Game of Thrones now. Yeah. Where if you don't watch it, God, I got so far it. behind. I can't talk about it. Everyone hates me. Geo two. Going into school, being like, mm, I didn't watch Seinfeld, so I don't know what everyone's talking about. Okay. Okay. We're we're almost at the hour minute, so let's just end it because okay. no one's okay. listening. Um, People are listening because we don't do commercials. <laughs> this episode was hey. brought to you in part by Roku. Oh, Roku. Also, Squarespace. What hands in, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming by. Oh. Oh. 
What was that? Yeah. You got some music queued up, uh, cowboy, or does uh, it take too long to? No, you tell an interesting anecdote about yourself, and I'll get um, some music. I am happy that we're in a leap year. Control to Major Tom. 